Hey, Fifth Line, Mike Todd here, in arena host for your Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Subjectively Speaking Podcast. And now, here's Jeremy Paul and Laura Norman. What's up, everyone, and welcome into another edition of Subjectively Speaking on the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings and Raycon. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And folks, brew your coffee, take you know, take a caffeine tab, do whatever you have to do, drink a bang, drink a monster to wake up after watching the Blue Jackets lose two to nothing to the Minnesota Wild. Because as we sit here and record this at 1038, it might as well be midnight because my eyelids are so heavy after watching that game. And Laura and I have been sitting here for 10 to 15 minutes waiting to hit record because we were like, what are we going to talk about? (laughs) So... Well, come on in to really, who knows what's going to happen on this episode, but we're glad you're here and uh, we hope you're excited to be here. Laura, how are you doing on this Thursday night? I'm good. Um, I'm excited to see what this patchwork quilt of an episode is going to be and the different avenues that we stroll down. Um, But yeah, overall, I'm good. Um, yeah, had a productive day and it, the weather was beautiful in Ohio today. It was like 75 and sunny and it was weird cause it's February, but you know, yeah. and I'm up here on my second day of the university that I work for shifting to remote because of inclement winter weather. So <laughs> If ever, if ever you wonder if I'm missing Columbus, usually it's not because of the weather, but today it was. Today it was. So yeah, I made one of my favorite meals for dinner. So that was fun. Didn't get attacked by any farmyard animals. So an improvement from from your childhood. That's great to see. <laughs> great to see. Overall, good day. I mean, I basically, um, and I was also proud that I just, I just didn't fall asleep watching the game. So, like, I know I was worried because I, and I know I texted you this, but I had said I'm basically ready whenever you are, and pretty quickly you must have replied and said, "Me too." But I did not get the notification, and I thought for sure you fell asleep toward the end of the game. I like, and I would, who would have blamed you, Nary a bitch, because it was a snooze fest. No, I knew my responsibilities, but I also thought that you fell asleep because I had texted you like right after you said that. And then like 20 minutes went by. It was 11 for what it's worth. I do remember that. (laughs) I said, we're we're pulling out the receipts right here on the podcast. We're only five minutes into the show. Not even. And I'm out here calling people. But let's also count the like seven minutes that it took from you saying, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. To you actually sending me the link. No, it was six minutes. It was so much longer had, than six minutes. It, okay. Tiki, sorry, 1022, 1028 link. Interesting. Okay, but how mad. much how how much time from you from me sending me too to you saying, Oh my gosh, I thought you fell asleep? Uh, exactly eleven minutes. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Uh, 10, 11, so 17 10, minutes all together. 
which is approximately 30 minutes less than it normally is for what it's worth. We're actually expediting the process tonight because we all know that I love to sit down. And when I sit down, I don't stand up. That is true. But how was your day? I don't want to argue about this. It was fine. It was, I mean, like pretty low key. I remote days are everything to me and I only want them from now on. So that's exciting. But I work in a job that I deal with students every day. So that is not a choice for me. But I do very much enjoy the days that I can be remote. That's been nice. I To be able to sit on my couch after a meeting, to not have to worry about commuting home after work and, and just being able to like be home. I've cooked dinner two nights in a row. Wow. I know. And so it's like, is this what being an adult is like? not getting off of work at 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m., and actually coming home and cooking a meal. That's weird. So also, that's you don't nice. have to wear shoes. I haven't worn a shoe a single moment of the day, and I don't know how this is going to go over with folks. I'm okay with being canceled for this. I don't wear socks in my own home. Like, I just, like, it's not my vibe. So, like, I haven't even, like, nary a thing has come near my foot today. Like, today, yesterday, like, since I got home on Tuesday night, late as hell, I have not worn shoes. And I think that probably mm, in those 48 hours, I think I've worn pants for four or five. (laughs) I haven't worn pants. I'm not wearing pants right now. (laughs) I've done pantless. I just, I'm not a heathen. I'm wearing underwear, but I like literally like, yeah, I'm just not. not. (laughs) Remember to plug my OnlyFans at the end of the episode. Oh my god! Please don't. <laughs> I'm I never could I ever. I have way too many tattoos. People would know immediately. Yeah, that's why why I can't sell pictures of my feet. Whose wise idea was it to get a very identifiable tattoo on her foot? I don't know. I think you could do it. This broke bitch. Hey, broke bitch could accommodate the selling feet pics, though. I mean, I, I think maybe we could look past the, the tattoo on the foot. No one else in the world has this tattoo on their foot. You're probably right. I, I think that's why I like it. I mean, it's but why I like it, too. But I had had to get very good at makeup in order to cover it up. And I am not at all. I'm not even good at doing my own makeup on the face. I mean, hey, maybe try it out one day. Just see what happens. This is when you should have been like, no, you are good at it. You look very pretty when you wear makeup. You know what I mean. I was just, I was going straight to the foot problem. I was going straight to the feet. That's all I cared about in that moment. He's like, no, you look like a terrible human. I was going to say something else, but then that was, it was rude. This is remind, like, mind everybody who's listening the same person who is latching onto the one time that I didn't say that when I say it 5,000 times beforehand, but she somehow has forgotten that, which is crazy, but I digress. Um, But no, I'm good. (laughs) Not wearing pants. So I'm good. That's how we got to have it. It's officially a week away from when you come home to Ohio. I take your word for it. I'm just living in the moment. And... Don't say that, because if you don't show up, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> no, I'll be there. I just keep forgetting that it's coming up so soon. February being shorter than any other month confuses me, because in my head, like, today's the 23rd, so the second wouldn't be until another week and a half. 
So my brain keeps not working. And I keep forgetting that I'm going to Ohio. I think I'll probably remember on the 1st. Because then it'll be March all of a sudden. I'll be like, oh, yeah, tomorrow. You'll probably remember on the 1st because you always think that my birthday is on the 1st. No, I always think your birthday's on the 3rd. And I think it's because Vili's birthday is on April 3rd. And so I always think that your birthday's on the 3rd. And I'm never right about that. That's correct. It doesn't move. It doesn't it move. It hasn't for the last unidentified number of years. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, we can easily figure that out. But then I was like, oh, I get it, I get it, I get it. <laughs> not with you on that until I was. Until I was. There's someone listening going, does she really not know how old she is? No, I am gravely aware. We just don't the funny it. part. The funny part is, is that the listeners that do know how old you are are probably every time you say something like that, roll their eyes so hard because you are not old. Like the way Laura talks about herself on this show, you would think that she was 84. <laughs> you would think that this bitch has been on AARP for 25 years, <laughs> that she's been getting her golden card, golden buckeye card, going to McDonald's, getting a one dollar coffee, one dollar soft drink for fucking 25 years. <laughs> she's hey, if I did do that. Um, I would do it honestly because my grandmother lied about her age just so that she could get an AARP card when she was like 45. I am not 45. Just to be clear. Don't 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 get it twisted, bitches. Don't don't fuck don't fuck Laura up. But yeah, my grandmother lied to make herself older so that she could get discounts. Okay, well, let's have this conversation. Let's have this talk. I could be lying to you, mm-hmm. but I think you can get AARP at any age. You just have to pay a different price. Yes, that is true. Which is crazy to me because like you would think like after all this stuff, like you just would have to be a certain age, but yeah, you can, you can have the yeah, AARP. What the fuck am I reading an AARP ad for right now? <laughs> Offers membership for those. I don't who wish know. To they definitely do not sponsor us. So, members between the ages of 18 and 50 enjoy all the benefits of membership that are not restricted by law or contract, like age restricted insurance products. Huh. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. So basically, but I don't think that know, my grandmother paid like the higher price. I think she just straight up lied. No, for sure. I can definitely imagine a scenario where somebody would do that. So. Full props. Full props. Well, Laura and I have already fought twice on the show, which is exciting. And we've talked about AARP. And so the quilt is woven. It's already starting to be woven. Um, do you think that anybody ever listens to us, like, have those kind of fights on the podcast and think that we're, like, serious? Can I talk about a thing that made me, like, really sentimental the other day that I was going to yeah. text you? But I knew, sure. I think no, it yeah. was. Fuck my question. Yesterday, sorry, we can get back to your question in a second. I think it was yesterday, and you were kind of not answering my text, so I decided not to text this to you. Um, but the I shade really throwing at me on this episode is crazy, it is outrageous, which is also hilarious for what I'm about to say to you. So, I was uh, going through my Facebook memories as one does in the morning, and the picture of a beautiful crock pot full of homemade sauce came up on my timeline from your mom. Oh, was that when we went up and did the, what's it called? The, like, you did my favorite murder and that kind of stuff? hmm Yeah. It was a fun trip. 
That was, it a, was fun a fun trip. And she was so excited to have us come up there. And it just made me, well, first of all, made me miss her, but also just like such a like warm and fuzzy that she was always so happy when we came up there. Yeah, no, I remember that. She, that sauce, she like found that lasagna recipe like a year before that and then like just like clung on to it and just like swore by it after that. She loved it. But, and she was so proud that she used fresh herbs for you. Oh, I know her and her fresh basil. She was really thinking she was absolutely. um, And also, we had to lie to her because Corinne doesn't eat lasagna. She did that time and she seemed to like it, kind of. She did. She was a trooper. But we did yeah. kind of have to lie. <laughs> it worked. It worked out well. It was fine. But yes. So that was just a warm and fuzzy that I thought I would share. So anyway, do you think when people listen to us fight, <laughs> they think that we're being serious? Um, Sometimes, probably, because I think that's also why people think that we're dating all the time. There are just so many things about that that are hilarious. <laughs> but it's fine they can think what they want and honestly like we've said if you want to ask us a clarifying question feel free to send us a direct message certain ones we don't want put out there in the universe what no no that's fine laura can answer all those questions (laughs) i don't care i really don't care about your questions if i'm being entirely honest like if you need things clarified at this point you're new here just listen to a few old episodes you'll figure (laughs) it out (laughs) i have some faith in you moderate amounts of faith but to to answer your question yeah i'm sure they probably think it's because it's probably whoever if people think i'm a bitch in real life <laughs> i only like sometimes are they right but like in a good way in a good way uh i wow. live for that for you <laughs> i am too listens to the last 30 seconds of the episode as the evidence for the previously stated statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, at some point we just need to talk about hockey. So we stop getting ourselves in trouble. That's true. The blue jackets lost There's... two to nothing. And again, it literally was the most boring game I've watched in a really long time. And there's not really much to say other than oh. that. Like they had a full day off on Monday And then they practiced Tuesday and Wednesday. And this was like Bush League, like from the beginning of the season. Like, it just was not, nothing was connecting. It took Patrick Line all of 45 seconds to get knocked down to the second line. Because he had a a huge turnover in like the first minute of the game. And that caused... Corpy, who was truly the only player that, like, did things in this game um, and kept us, it kept it only being 2-0. But it just was madness. I want you to talk about Liam Foodie because I just don't understand what is wrong <laughs> with him. Yeah, the the text message, I need to pull up the, the exact wording because I almost screenshotted it and tweeted it, but I was like, no, that feels, like, mean. But I texted you and I just said, Liam Foodie just like, and then in in the next message I said, can't. Like, he just can't. Like, there are just a few things every now and again where I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, obviously, like, 
Mark Andre Fleury turns the puck over, which oddly enough, Mark Andre Fleury had never shut the Blue Jackets out until tonight, which for some reason that just felt false to me. Like I just he's beaten us so many times, but I guess like every now and then we must just get one past him. But, but yeah, I yeah, he just like gets his gets himself behind the net, gets himself behind not behind the net, but behind Flurry, and like, can't find the puck, and when he finally finds the puck, it's because he's backhanding it away from the, the goal, like, and away from the play entirely. And I, I texted Laura, I said, did Liam Foody just stop his own shot? Like, did Liam Foody just say, like... Like, like literally with a wide open net. Destined to only score one goal in his NHL career. Like, after tonight, I'm sure that that has to be true. Well, and the fact that he went back to the bench after that happened and was just like laughing and smiling, and I'm like, "What? What? <laughs> like you? You literally you you could have had a, a very easy goal." Mark Andre Fleury was on the other side of the net, like you could fully see the whole net, and you just swept it out like you had temporary amnesia and thought you were playing for the Minnesota wild. Like, Oh no, that now that song, my five seconds of summer is about to be stuck in my head. Amnesia. Yeah. I love that song. And I forget about it every time until I hear somebody use the word amnesia. Well, you're welcome. I wish that I could wake up with amnesia. Okay. That was anyway, back when they were like still trying to be like a punky pop band. And who was I in that year? It was probably like 2013. Whatever year they were touring with One Direction, I was like, One Direction sucks, but I kind of like these guys. And I was like, because they're an actual band. I'm like, you're an idiot. What? Are, who are you trying to posture for? You know you love One Direction. <laughs> Admit it, 2012 Jeremy. Admit. <laughs> Say it with your chest. One Direction like Wonder- bangers. Can we talk about it? One Direction? Yeah. I didn't like One Direction until they broke up. So Bangers. Or until they went on their six-year hiatus. Slash, I've heard that before. Just like in sync. Um, yeah. No. I There's some quality. No Control. That's a great one. So good. History. You and me. So good. Wow, what in the world has this show turned into tonight? <laughs> but <laughs> I do, God. as listeners know, I do have a huge infatuation with One Directioners, solo careers, but only Harry and Nile. Louis fine. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, is Louis the one that, like, no. Who's the one that, like, Liam? Liam went off, like, the deep end and, like, started talking shit about everybody, right? Yeah, Liam was the one that was, like, Simon Cowell made this band entirely around me. And there's, like, video proof that he was, like, the last person put into the group. Well, seems like there are a few Liams on some bullshit right now. (laughs) And we bring it back. We do. Because... Uh, 1D has a one in it, but the Blue Jackets don't have one in the in the goal column because uh, shut out that game sucked. Oh my god, that game sucked. <laughs> it was and also really like bad. it also just had bad vibes going into it, and I like 
the only reason it had bad vibes for me going into it was like right before the game starts, the news breaks that Boston, who has been rumored to be the team that Vladislav Gavrikov was pretty much getting traded to, um, they just they pulled the trigger and did something instead. Uh, that totally like makes the the possibility of. Vladislav Gavrikov going to Boston. Uh, so Boston made a trade for Dmitry Orlov, which he fills that void of which Vladislav Gavrikov would have. And then Garnet Hathaway uh, and Andrei Svetlikov, which is a prospect. Um, so that's what Boston gets into Washington. Uh, Washington gets Craig Smith, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2025 second-round pick, a 2024 third-round pick. And the Caps retained half of Orlov's uh, contract. And then once again, Minnesota played the broker as they did earlier in the week with the Ryan O'Reilly trade. And so, yeah, I mean, like, this is like what it boils down to is Boston was trying to, it was rumor that they needed to shed money, whether that be through, you know, Craig Smith or through Mike Riley. And they found somebody who was willing to do both for them. They found somebody who was willing to take those contracts, but also send them a, a quality left-handed defenseman who has exactly what you need for a playoff run. And, and the Jackets are kind of left out on a boat here. I mean, there are definitely teams that are still interested in Vladislav Gavrikov. He still is more than likely going to be traded, but it's still like that was pretty much a felt like set in stone. And you can see a lot of the pieces of that trade uh, that was proposed. The rumor was that it was going to be for a first and a third. Um, you can see that the makings of those rumored trades were a part of this package back to Washington. And so it looks like the Jackets are going to miss out on those assets because they weren't willing on willing to take on Craig Smith's contract. Yeah. I just feel so bad for Gabby. Like I do too. It's over a week now, right? It's over a week now that he's been scratched. Yeah, I mean, he, it's like he's sat in five or six games at this point now. And, like, obviously there's rumors all over the place, but it just sucks for him to be, like, at this point, unless I completely just disregard trading him, like, he will have sat for this many games and participated in team events, like, we're going to talk about the cannonball here in a second and like all of these practices and like all of this stuff. And he's just sitting in limbo knowing that they're actively, they're actively trying to get rid of him or that we're getting to the point where nobody wants him. So like that sucks. Yeah. I mean, I've got to say, I can't imagine a scenario where, where this happens in that way though. Like I feel like people still want him. It's just now Yarmo's gotta go back to the drawing board. I mean, like to me, like I think LA is still a team that makes sense. I feel like Edmonton might make some sense. I still it, it still would not surprise me to see the Blue Jackets take on Yessi Puliyarvi's contract to help and potentially get more assets. But there are some folks are stressed out <laughs> about about that trade happening for Boston today. Yeah, it was uh, quite shocking for the social media world. I mean, Blue Jackets fans are just melting down and to be to begin with involving the trade deadline. Like all day today, people were screaming about Corpy being in net 
And, you know, if you're going to trade him, why are you playing him? Blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, the chorus of keep Corpy trade Elvis, like, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just, and we just keep getting brought up in conversations of, like, other trade situations. And Elliot Friedman keeps opening his mouth about stuff and <laughs> making people go, oh, that's definitely happening because Elliot said it. So, well, yeah, Elliot said that this trade with Boston was happening, too, and it full on did not. No, that's not on Elliot. That is, I can, I can tell you exactly what that was. I fully believe they had that deal in place. And Boston couldn't find anybody to just take Craig Smith, and that's when Washington stepped up to the plate, and they made the deal. I that Yarmo dragged his feet on that one. That's on Yarmo. Like, that trade, not willing to take on Craig Smith, in his last year of his contract, when they had the flexibility with the cap to do so, cost the Jackets this trade. And I'm not saying they would have gotten exactly the same return, but I mean, there's, I mean, there's assets left on the table with that. If they can't make a trade happen with another team, they will. But now the pressure's on. You've got to get at least a first and a third now. If this is, if everything that we know about that is real, you have to get a first and a third now from anybody else and you've lost leverage i think in some ways yeah so i think we're gonna have to give away more than we were anticipating that we're gonna get back class um which i'm not i'm not mad about packaging something if it makes sense but we will see we will see but um (laughs) laura i'm i'm maybe mad about the way in which the vladislav gavrikov thing is kind of unfolding but I'm not mad about the fact that he was able to go to the Cannonball. You thought I was going to give you a draft king read, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I thought about it, but I was like, it might be too early still. Yeah. No, I mean, the Cannonball happened on Tuesday and a lot of money raised for the Blue Jackets Foundation, which is awesome. But, you know, I think even outside of that, it's just fun to see like these kind of events happen and to see like people we know getting a chance to like go to these things, celebrate people and, um, you know, just, see the team, especially in a year that's been so hard, like have an event that's enjoyable, I think, for everybody, I think. And to also see, in full transparency, we planned on doing a whole, like, who wore it better, like on the red carpet or on the (laughs) denim and diamond carpet. Um, And we just, the looks weren't doing it for us this year. I, like, really thought that they would. Yeah. It looked like a really fun time. Like, it looked like everyone had a really fun time. They had this cool, like, 360 photo booth camera thing that everyone seemed to have a good time in. It did accentuate that hockey players aren't the best dancers in the world, but you know, uh, but yeah, the fashion, I mean, they all looked nice. It's just that they didn't, nobody really embraced the theme as much as we thought they were going to. Um, Ironically enough, the ladies of the blue jackets uh, seemed to embrace the theme a lot more and had some pretty, you know, beautiful denim dresses and really sparkly dresses um, that fit the theme. But the guys just didn't. I mean, a couple of the guys went with like the Canadian tuxedo vibe. So, like, denim shirts and jeans. Um, so, a couple of the guys wore denim vests with their suits. Um, Patrick Line did have, I think, a full denim suit, 
but it was the kind of fa fancy denim where you're like, is that denim or is it blue? Like he did, yeah, <laughs> he point. did wear a very nice hat as one does. Um, but other than that, and then some of them just wore their regular like game day clothes. And you're like, yes, you look lovely, but you're missing the point. <laughs> Um, and typically when like, at least when I think of the cannonball and I have for like, I think they've been doing it almost a decade now, but like you think about the outfits that they're going to wear. Yeah. Like, I remember when they did like the eighties one and everyone came like in neons and like all those sort of stuff or when they have cowboys and yeah, it just, there was you know, it lacked what I was looking for. Everyone looked nice and it looked like they had an incredible time at Kosai because Kosai I've heard is a really great place to have these kinds of events. Um, and yeah, they raised a ton of money. I think like 45 and a half thousand dollars, which is incredible. Um, again, all of those, all of that goes to the Blue Jackets Foundation and then all of that gets put back out into the community um, in their various um, projects and stuff. And honestly, the cutest couple there for me was our dear friends, Danny and Kyle, who looked just awesome in their outfits and um, definitely took full advantage of all the opportunities at the cannonball. We were very jealous. Um, but thanks to Danny, who literally photographs everything, we got to vicariously live through them and their experience. So yeah, we'll get there someday. But it was sad to see Gabby there because yeah. it just it seems like painful at this point. But it was nice to see him there like one last time supporting the team and like supporting the community and his wife was there and stuff. Stinger had a really great custom denim jacket. Stinger was maybe the best dressed <laughs> to the theme. That is true. And I did tell you that there was a moment because they had three of the hero kids from um, that were spotlighted um, for Hockey Fights Cancer. Um, they invited three of them to come up and share their stories. And I, like, my biological clock was, like, ringing outside of my head when I saw Boone <laughs> escort one of the kids up to the stage. Like, he offered her, her his arm, and he, like escorted her to her space and then gave her a big hug and was just like, you're going to do great. And it was just the cutest thing in the entire world. But that's my highlights from the cannibal. Yeah, no, I mean, like you said, I mean, Kosai is a fun place to do those kind of events. I remember when Corinne was working for that PR firm, she had like one of her clients had an event there and it was fun. Like, it was cool because, like, you're, like, drinking, but then you're also, like, going around and doing all of the, like, little, like, Kosai-y things. It's, like, fun. I had never been to Kosai. That was the first time I'd ever been to Kosai was when I went to that event. 
Really? You grew up in Columbus and that was the first time that you'd ever been there? I know. It's not wild. I just, it never was like, we weren't like a downtown Columbus family. Like we just never really went downtown except for the Blue Jackets games. I grew up two hours from here and went to Kosai like at least six times as a child. Yeah, no, I don't know. Well, I I feel like I might have been like when I was little, little, like before they like the current iteration of Kosai, like the remodel and everything. Like, so that was the only time I know for a fact that I'd ever been to, like, the newer Kosai. Um, maybe I went before then, but, like, I know that was the only time I'd been to the the big and the bold. Wow. One. I know, right? Corinne hates Atlantis, like, where there's, like, the waterfalls and stuff. Oh, I love it. I do, too. I love water inside. I don't know why. <laughs> like, indoor that's pool why, is my shit. A waterfall, that's why one a water of my... feature. That's why one of my favorite restaurants, even though I'll never, well, here I am admitting it publicly, one of my favorite restaurants is the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> really? <laughs> not for the food. No, of course not. No, but for I, the experience. <laughs> that should be their new tagline. Rainforest Cafe, not for the food, but for the experience. No, the first time I ever went to one, um, I was on a solo trip with my dad because he traveled a lot for work when I was little. And he took me to Chicago with him for like five days. And we went to see this little like off-Broadway show called Forever Plaid. And then we went to the Rainforest Cafe. I love and it. I was amazed. I was a sheltered child, I think. I remember when I was I went to Chicago for the first time, one of our friends who was there with us had taken a photo at the Rainforest Cafe in Chicago when uh, when he was a child and wanted to recreate said photo, went to the same bench, all that kind of stuff. Little did he know that there was a person who uh, was facing some housing insecurities behind him, like at the bench. And so the photo is just like him and a stranger. And an unhoused really man. Yeah, it was wild. It was really wild. But uh, Laura, do you know what you're not going to get any food from, but you're definitely going to have a great experience with? DraftKings? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm actually losing my mind. Anyway, folks. <laughs> That's exactly right, because NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, opt in, and place uh, the same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. So, of course... Plenty of action in the NBA. They're coming down to the end of their season. You know you want to get in on some Cavs action. I know that this is a a Cleveland-heavy sports market, so get in on the Cavs while you still can. Download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. 
This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. I know that I've made some pretty lofty New Year's resolutions and all of that kind of stuff, and they simply don't happen, but I've actually found that making the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something you use every day like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Maybe one of those changes you want to make is going on a walk every day and you want to listen to your favorite song. Maybe you want to call a loved one. More often, you can do that using your Raycons because whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon has got you covered. And yet, Raycons start at half of the price of other premium audio brands, so you don't have to even choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. If you have multiple pairs of everyday earbuds, maybe you keep one in your bag or maybe you keep one at your desk at work, so you have them everywhere. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, and trust me, you will, Raycon wants to make sure that you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free guarantee, and or free return guarantee, I should say. And, and listen, if that's not enough, you know what? That is a-okay because I've got some more things to convince you. Maybe you listen to your music, different kinds of music with different sound profiles in your car. Well, you can do the exact same with your Raycons. You get three customizable sound profiles. Plus, not to mention these things, you're going to get so much playtime out of them. Eight hours of playtime for everyday earbuds or 11 out of your everyday speaker. It just doesn't get any better than Raycon, folks. And if you're ready to buy something small with a big impact, go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. So, Laura, in this quote of an episode, we discussed that really there's not much hockey to talk about right now for the blue jacket however there is something that we often do and i think we maybe have done it on the show once before where um i think we did too one of our favorite instagram accounts that we follow personally is snack bitch yes and every is it every thursday or is it just like sometimes um i think they do the long ones every thursday like the huge amount of them and then every once in a while they'll do like four or five just like randomly well if you know anything about laura and i by now you know that we are foodies we love we love a good snack and so laura tell the folks what we're gonna spend the rest of the podcast doing Yes, and this game also holds a special place in our hearts because it's what we did after we got in a fight on our way home from Michigan when we were moving Jeremy up there. So that's where it started. I love that. <laughs> so this was see, our look, healing. Fight, see, this is symbolic. We fought at the beginning of the episode, and so now here we are. Yes, this is our healing exercise. So we're going to play a little game called Unpopular Food Opinions. <laughs> And I am so excited. Jeremy's going to participate in a certain extracurricular activity prior to us uh, starting this because he thinks it might give him um, a more a more colored opinion. It might. Um, it might. <laughs> I also don't think he can release this part of the video portion of the podcast. Yeah, no, but gonna, yeah that one's going to stay where it needs to stay. <laughs> secret and in the vault, like a lot of Disney movies, but are you 
my beautiful best friend and co-host. Are you ready to play unpopular food opinions? Yeah, that was really nice. Why are you so nice to me right now? Yeah, I'm absolutely ready. (laughs) Now, I will say we usually end up agreeing on everything. So, like, that could be, like, a little less fun for people. This might not be where the fight happens. But every now and again, we get a good one. We do. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Great start. Okay, sorry. My thumb <laughs> hit twice. Um, does pineapple belong on pizza? Yes or no? Okay, but what does belong mean? Right? Like, like do you know what I, I mean? think ever or never. Okay, sure. You're sure? But but not always, right? Just on certain pizzas. Yeah, like I like... When, when you think of, like, things that quote-unquote belong on pizza, to me, it's literally just, like, sauce and cheese and everything else is, like, extra. But, like, <laughs> there's space for the pineapple conversation. I think so. I don't like ham on pizza. And so that's why I don't like Hawaiian pizza. I don't like ham on pizza either. I like ham in all other situations except for on pizza. Um, and I will say... I, I do agree with you. There is room for pineapple as an option, but I will never forget the night that I was so disappointed because I had ordered a pizza from Pizza Hut, I think, and it was supposed to have like sausage and red onions and banana peppers on it. And for some reason, I just saw yellow and clicked and I made it pineapple. Oh, no, on a sausage and onion pizza? Yeah, it was terrible. I had to pick it all off. Oh, no. I like bacon. Bacon and pineapple, I think, are a good combo on a pizza. Agreed. All right. Next one. We're still friends. Thank you. Sorry, it skipped through a bunch of them while we were... There we go. Oh, God. Would you ever eat... I think I know that... Would you ever eat mustard on popcorn? Try or pass? I mean, my issue is I would try anything, but to make, to like, I'm going to say like, like or dislike, I don't think I would like that. I think I would maybe like mustard powder, like, you know what I mean? Like a flavoring, like that's like, kind of like, you know, the honey mustard, uh, little like Schneider pretzel bites. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are really good. If you put that, like, seasoning on popcorn, I'd be all about it. But, like, if you're talking just, like, straight out of the, like, bottle, like, Dijon, a little bit of Grey Poupon kind of vibe, absolutely not. Like, like wet popcorn, stop talking to me. Oh, I agree with you on the, like, mustard powder thing. But, honestly, I love mustard so much I might consider it. Not, like, drizzling it on it, but, like, a dip, a dipping situation. I had a friend who used to dip popcorn into like nacho cheese cups. Oh, wasn't bad. This is this is gonna be gross. <laughs> oh no! This is the second time in two episodes that you like started started a sentence like that and just laughed in the middle of it. Last time you got chased by a goat. What happened this time? I used to dip popcorn in Diet Coke. I don't. I don't think we can do this show anymore. <laughs> That's gonna be gross. I'll think of whatever my like weird food thing is by the time we finish the episode, and I can share mine. And listeners, please share yours with us on Twitter, and Laura (laughs) will tell you where to follow us later. But 
Sorry, still love me, please. Oh, so much. Love you so much. It's just like, ah, oh, man, that's just like what that that to me would just instantly get soggy. It does, yeah. Okay, move on, move on, move on. Okay. Ooh. I think I'm personally traumatized by the number of like soggy kernels that have squished in between my hands at like Shirley's when I worked there. Yes, you you did have a popcorn related job. We'll, un- we'll unpack that later. Um, Chicago. Do you prefer Chicago or Detroit style pizza? Now this is interesting because our hockey oh. team is sponsored by <laughs> Detroit style oh. pizza company. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Oh man. Well, do you ever think it's funny how like people don't like? I don't think anybody really called that style of pizza Detroit style pizza until like ten years ago. Like that's like feels like a new thing, even though I'm sure it's not. Yeah, I just I always knew it as like pan pizza. Yeah, it wasn't like, until it was I... baked in just like a deeper pan. Well, and like true a cast Detroit iron style pan. Pizza. True Detroit style pizza actually like mimics Chicago style a little bit because you actually like don't have the si- like Jets is not technically like fully authentic Detroit style because there's usually sauce on top of a Detroit style pizza and it's usually it's not like spread out like it is on Chicago it's like just like a line of sauce essentially um oh man <laughs> that's really hard I, I know Detroit my style. I think Detroit style because for me, like it's just like to like I have to be in the mood for Chicago style. And I like feel like I'm more often in the mood for Detroit style pizza. See, I'm a toppings bitch. And so like I prefer Chicago style because it always there's just like so many toppings. There are there are <laughs> a lot of toppings. And it like it brings me joy. And also, um, well, I had the first time I ever had it was obviously on that trip to Chicago with my dad when I was a child. But one of our like first like super friend activity was celebrating your birthday at Giordano's. Is that where it was? Yeah, Giordano's, yep. And so that was like the first time you ever asked me to like. I mean, I think we'd hung out, like, at Otterbein, but that was, like, one of the first times you had asked me to hang out, like, wow. as, like, a friend friend. Yeah, good old Giordano. It doesn't get better than that. Friendship started from a great place. Yes, we sat there for three hours and waited for pizza. Uh, that was actually terrible. That was horrible. <laughs> okay, next one. Oh, this one's interesting. Um, sure. I would dip other things in this pizza uh, <laughs> out of context. Don't like that comment. <laughs> would you ever dip pizza in chocolate ice cream? What the fuck? That's a hard no for me, dog. Absolutely not. I don't think I would. Although I don't know if you follow or not follow, but if he ever shows up on your for you page, the guy that does like the roll for sandwich thing. And it's like, he rolls D things. The one that I just saw, he had it was wheat bread, pepperoni, queso fresco cheese, and vanilla ice cream. And he and then like the mint j- jelly that you would like use with lamb. And mm-hmm. he gave it a 9.4 out of 10. And I was like, maybe that would be good. I don't know. I don't think I would do it though. It's like just not my vibe. 
that that's too much for me. Yeah. Too much. All right. Next one. Now you put some ice cream in between a donut. We'll talk, but on a sandwich, no. Nah. Oh, okay. So I didn't understand what this question meant first. Um, so it says, um, yes or no, eat the crust on a sandwich first. Like, do you eat around oh, like your sandwich or do you just eat through your sandwich? Well, my last bite is always the middle. Like, do you know what I mean? So I guess technically I do eat around the crust. See, my last bite's always the corner. Huh. No, yeah. I always, like, find myself, I usually will, unless I cut it. If I cut the sandwich, then it changes. But Look at on us. just, like, a normal PB&J, I, like, usually go crust first. And sometimes I'm, like, manic and I'll just, like, peel it if it's, like, a good bread that, like, lets you do that. And then I'll just eat, stuff it all in my mouth at the same time like a hooligan. <laughs> I support it. Thank you. I was hoping that wasn't the thing that really ended this for us. <laughs> this is an interesting one, and I have an um, opinion. Um, <laughs> us, an opinion on food? Never. <laughs> never. Uh, gummy bears smell better than they taste. Yeah, actually. 100% no. I don't love, like, gummy bears are good. I actually have Scandinavian swimmers, like, right here next to me. And these are good. I don't know. I just, I love the way they smell, but I just, like, I don't know. I, I feel mean, like I like the idea of gummy bears better than I like gummy bears. I mean, gummy worms are superior, but... And gummy candy in itself is superior, but like, no. I mean, they smell great, but I think that they taste, especially pineapple ones from Haribo, taste like magic. I'm a, if I'm going to eat gummy bears, it's either honestly going to be, well, like gummy bears, not like Swedish fish or whatever. I love Albanese gummy bears. You do love Albanese gummy bears. Those are like the really good ones to me. You are a bougie gummy bear person. Yeah, are we surprised? No, not at all, actually. Yeah, right. right. Oh. Uh-oh. True or false, tomatoes don't belong on burgers. Fuck you. Agreed. Tomatoes belong wherever you can put them. 100% agreed. Especially if it's a, like, peak summer oh, tomato... Thick slice, salt and uh, pepper. Say more. <laughs> I don't know if I can tell this story. What? What now? What? Well, what? It, you're in this story. Oh. We, you, you, I don't think I did. You were participating in some extracurricular activities when you were at my house. Yeah. And you were hungry. And I kept asking you if you wanted me to make you something. And you're like, no, yeah. no, no. And I said, I don't have stuff for like a regular sandwich, but I have stuff for a tomato sandwich. And you looked at me like I had just offered you a million dollars. Because you had. And <laughs> you were so excited. And so this was at like maybe 1230 at night. Yeah, and. Um, I made you a tomato sandwich 
I like individually sliced the grape tomatoes that I had and wow. toasted the wow. bread cool and shit. put like the perfect amount of mayo on it for you. Uh, which is like a, a, a metric fuck ton. It is. And some salt and pepper. Uh, you you and have then, to. And then you just sat in my recliner like the uh, happiest boy in the land. You know what? I'm going to, you know what? The second I hit end on this, I'm going to do. Make a tomato sandwich. Yeah, 100%. Because I actually put some on my chopped cheese tonight. Um, I saw that in the picture you sent me. So, yes. I mean, like, moral of the story, tomatoes absolutely belong on burgers. I think that you have to stage it correctly, though, or else the tomato just slides off. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. When you, on that. When you do it right, hell yeah. Um. Turkey burgers are better than beef burgers. True or false? No, false. Shout out to um, when we were in Michigan and I had a terrible turkey burger. Oh, you did have a terrible turkey burger. I personally, I like, I like turkey burgers, but beef is just superior. Yeah, correct. Ooh. Are you a regular Sour Patch Kids or watermelon Sour Patch Kids person? Regular. Me too. Or I like strawberry. Watermelon, but like, yeah, I was ready to say, like, I watermelon candy to me is not like the superior. Actually, the grape ones are really good. The like all the new all grape ones that they have. Yeah. No so, yeah. Wrong Sorry, option. watermelon. Two of my best friends love watermelon, and it, I just can't get on board. Ooh. Burned or lightly toasted marshmallows? Oh, God. Well, the correct answer is, like, directly in the, mi in the middle of that. Like, there's, like... Um, but I guess if it's, like, either or, like, I would rather have burned. I like burned because I like to um, double, get double the experience out of my marshmallow. So I'll burn it, pull that like outer layer layer off, eat it, and then roast it again. Come on, reduce, reuse, and recycle. <laughs> Work. Because <laughs> then it's just like it's the middle part of the marshmallow, not the like powdered sugary outside. So the middle sure. part roasts differently than the. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Period. No, for sure. I live for that for you. Thank you. Of course. We should we should get somewhere with a fire pit when we go to Traverse City. Yeah, no, absolutely. And if not, like we'll just probably just start a trash can fire. <laughs> that one's just a question that does not make sense. Oh, are you a I'm gonna make this a two-part question. First of all, are you a pizza for breakfast person slash do you eat it cold or do you heat it up if you are? Pizza for breakfast, yes, and cold. There's so many reasons why we're best friends and that is one of them. Yeah, Cold pizza for breakfast is superior. You can only it's, heat it up after like 1130. Like, and then even then, like, unless you order, my family got good at ordering extra sauce on pizza. So that way the next day it was like still good. Um, but it's, if you microwave it, it just never is right. 
Air fryer, okay. Putting it back in the oven, okay. Like, but only sometimes. Who has time, time for that? Remember the time I tried to put certain pizza back in the oven? It did not make it better. God, we have to try that again. It just doesn't make sense. Oh, sour Skittles or regular Skittles? And are you a green apple or a lime person? Oh, um, did you just add that one or was that in there too? I did. I did add that. Wow. Um, I prefer regular. Sour is like, it gets exhausting on me after like a while. That's why I honestly buy the sour Scandinavian swimmers because I know I won't eat the whole bag. Um, But I think I'm a lime girl. Like I just like green apple, like artificial flavoring is just like not where I'm at. Well, lime is the classic, so you are correct. Thank and you. also regular Skittles for me. Wow, we're just really vibing. We are. Uh, Gatorade or Powerade? Gatorade, fuck you. Yeah, I think Powerade is salty, so I don't I just, like it. I Yeah, Gatorade is just so good. And I also really like Gator Light. I like, really like their like take on Pedialyte, which is also, salty. What's your favorite flavor of Gatorade? I have I have experienced a shift personally because I I was like strong fruit punch from like zero to twenty three, but recently I've really really liked the lemon lime Gatorade. Interesting. I'm a blue ice or purple ice girly. Yeah, no, I I love that for you. Also, I. I found out, yes, not yesterday, Tuesday, when I was at work, um, Justin and I went to the bookstore to get drinks because we were, it was just the longest afternoon ever. And he had this like tiny Gatorade. And I was like, bro, why'd you get something so small? And he was like, no, it's Gatorade with caffeine. And I was like, what? And he goes, yes, I'm going to try it. So this was at four o'clock when I walked down to his office at five so that we could leave. This man was bouncing off the walls. Like (laughs) I knocked on his door and his head whipped around like so quickly that I, I was like, are you okay? And he's like, I feel like I'm running. What? I said, that's how you know that he does not have ADHD. That is correct. And then he had to go straight to volunteering at the food bank. And I was like, you're going to scare people. Like, they're not going to let you come back. But yeah, if you didn't know, Gatorade apparently makes caffeinated version. And it is powerful. No, it did Gatorade is one of the only Coke products that I prefer to Pepsi. Hmm. I know, right? Interesting. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. Burritos. I guess burritos. I I just like I just, the simplicity of a taco. I just like everything wrapped up in a nice little bundle. In a world where birria exists. Okay, that's birria is like the exception. It's so good. Oh, can we go? Yes. Thank God. I like don't think I want to stop eating when I'm back home. <laughs> No. (laughs) 
this was just funny. Ordering a well-done steak with A1 is a war crime. No, yeah, jail, prison. Well, first of all, just ordering a well-done steak to begin with, war crime. Prison. I'm I mean, not a person to have the A1. If you accidentally get a well-done steak, like you need the A1. Yeah, so that you can chew it. Right, you need so the you vinegar in A1 it. to like break down the proteins. <laughs> just naturally, but yeah. For it to be I'm a medium girly. And but I'm not someone who's gonna shame people who eat steak with sauce because I do like A1 sauce. I just also know how to eat steak and it's not well done. I love steak. Well, wow. I haven't had a steak in a minute. Me either. It's because I'm poor. Oh. Mm. Uh-oh. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I have mixed feelings. Butter is better than cream cheese on bagels. I think it depends on the bagel. Um... Yeah, I mean, I can't. the the video The video review is inconclusive. I can't overturn this. It has to stay cream cheese until, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it has. Well, I guess to. I, I guess I should say that if I'm eating the bagel with something else, like if I got it instead of toast, with like eggs and stuff, then butter. Yeah, but you any, don't want it to be too much. Any other time I'm eating a bagel, cream cheese. Yeah, cream cheese is superior in that setting. That's actually my hyperfixation breakfast right now is a bagel and cream cheese. I don't love like gobs of cream cheese though. No. I will Some say people... when I when I went to Otterbein and I would get bagels in the roost on my way to class, I would always get an everything bagel with um garden veggie. Uh, cream cheese and this was back when they would make their own veggie cream cheese and there'd be whole ass pieces of pepper in this like pieces of bell peppers in this I love that. cream cheese because it would be so thick I'd have to like scrape the inside of my bagel before I could eat it without like just knowing my arteries were clogging <laughs> I love the oh Interesting. I haven't had the other one, but I this is up for debate. Um, a soda float or deep fried soda? What the fuck is a deep fried soda? I think it's like they freeze cues of soda and then they deep fry that, like to batter them and deep fry them, like at the state fair. We really do be eating like we have free health care. Like they deep fry butter at the state fair, and that is terrifying. How do you even eat that? Um, deep fried soda. Fried I've seen pictures of deep fried Kool-Aid. Fried Coke is a frozen Coca-Cola flavored batter that is deep fried and then topped with Coca-Cola syrup, whipped cream, cinnamon sugar, oh. and a cherry. Mmm. That actually sounds good because it sounds like they might like there might be coke in the dough. Kind of like cola cakes, like when they make cake with Coca-Cola or Not Dr. Like Pepper. That. I would probably say, because what was the other option? Oh, floats. I don't like floats so that much. 
I love floats. I, I like love the, the crystal. I love how the oh, I love it, and I love how the ice cream gets like crystallized on the outside. Oh yes, love it. Well, Give me a root beer float any day. You know what I love? I love when you go to Sonic and you mix their ice cream with their slushies. Oh, like when you go to Rita's? Yeah, kind of. I don't know why I'm saying that. I've literally only been to Rita's once and I didn't even get I a know, mixture. I was like, I've only been to Rita's a couple times. <laughs> I don't know why that was like so... I was so determined that just like Rita's, literally never. Oh, this one's fun. Do raisins belong in cookies? Yeah. 100% I love raisins. I do too. I, I don't mind a raisin in a cookie. I actually had a bowl of raisin bran today because I am 84. As previously and, mentioned, that's exactly the age I said earlier too. That was good. And also, do you remember that um, Dolly once gave me that her like world supply of raisins yes. and prunes? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Dolly is Jeremy's grandma, just in case yeah, anyone's curious. We love her. Oh, grandma. Oh, I would try it. Um, lasagna <laughs> with some Alfredo sauce on top. Well, I mean, a traditional lasagna is with a bechamel, which is like almost Alfredo already. So, like, I, yeah, 100, I'd try it. I also love vegetable lasagna. With like the sure. Alfredo y bechamel sauce. Yeah. Ew, no, that's a crime against humanity. No, say it. I wanna know. Tell the people. Um crumbled up brownies mixed in mashed potatoes. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no. I'm glad okay. I got to know what that was though. Um, banana bread is only good when you add chocolate chips to it. It is better, but it's not only good when. I actually don't love chocolate chip banana bread. Oh, I love chocolate chip banana. Chocolate chip banana and chocolate chip pumpkin bread. Oh, my God. I like, I, well, I just prefer my, like, cinnamon sugar crusted banana bread to most okay, things. But why do you think that you can't also, both can be I think true. I think the chocolate takes over the taste of the banana. Okay. <laughs> I, Agree I to disagree. I still Plus, love you. a former boss of mine used to strictly make chocolate chip banana bread. And so every time I hear of it, I think of them and the I... The one redeeming have... quality. The one redeeming quality of that human. <laughs> oh, God. No. You gotta say it. We gotta know. <laughs> a little bit of soy sauce in orange Fanta. Jail. Prison. Ew. Like, what kind of condiment turntable are you just, like, whipping your drinks around on? Because that's no, terrible. No. Not when you say it like Charles Barkley. <laughs> 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 you said... He said, that is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to, but I love that there's a um, reference for that. That was so good. Okay. Drizzle honey on baked mac and cheese. Sure. Pashi taught us that honey on Chipotle is really good, so. 
That's true. I do put honey on my Chipotle now because of our dear friend, Pashi, teaching us the ways. I would put, especially, I would do like Mike's hot honey on macaroni and cheese. Oh, that would be good. Give it a little spice. Work. Oh, this one's fun. Would you try or pass on eating potato chips dipped in vanilla icing? I'd try. I'd give it a whirl. A little whirl. I'm sure it's I good. I think I'm going to call this episode Food and a Little Hockey. <laughs> what do you think? The last one. The last one is oh. do you prefer ice cream or snow cones? Ice cream. Ice cream for sure. But I do love the once in a blue moon opportunity where you can get a snow cone. Like when we were working at Otterbein and in the fall, well, and when I was working at Ohio State too, and when students would come back to campus and there would be a snow cone truck. <laughs> Minus all the bees. Oh, God. But the one time of year, every blue moon, that I could get a grape snow cone was a delightful time for me. I never had the ratio right. Always too much syrup or always not enough? Too much syrup. Mm. I did remember that it took me a long time to figure out what exactly the flavor of tiger's blood was. It's so good. That's what I get. It's strawberry coconut, isn't it? Yeah. It's really good. But no, um, I am way more of a ice cream bitch. It's just so good. So. Wow. This was so fun. <laughs> and to all the listeners that made it through to the end of this game. Thank you. <laughs> Let us know your favorite food. Yeah, give like, us your weird things or things you want to know our opinion on when it comes to food opinions. We love a hot take. So you tell us what you think would be good and we'll tell you you are probably wrong. Because it's been a minute since we uh, talked about food in a real capacity, which was a big part of our show in the beginning. And, and the time that we were doing actual like snack reviews when we went to yeah, we did. We did. Jungle Gyms <laughs> and got all the international snacks to match the players on the team. We we're, were fun. That period. We were. We are. We're a good time. I love us. So yeah, that was fun. And it made up time. for the shitty hockey game. For sure. For sure. And if you want to tell us where your shitty food opinions are, you can tell us on social media, on Twitter, wherever have you. And Laura, you're the one to tell them where they can find that stuff. Yeah, you can follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at SubjectivelyPod. You can follow us on Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at Subjectively Speaking. We do have a beautiful website that has all the links to all the things that I'm talking to you about right now. And you can visit SubjectivelySpeaking.com. If you would like to support your two favorite hockey podcasters and their um, dream of going to the Cannonball at some point in their lives... And get some sweet merch in exchange. You can visit our merch store, subjectivelymerch.com. Again, hoping to eventually have some new things up there. And this is Jeremy's reminder again to talk to Stephen and see how those are coming along. 
And lastly, you can rate, review, and subscribe to what, on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, uh, particularly if you're on Apple Podcasts. Scroll on down, hit five stars. It is our favorite number. We don't know how algorithms work. We just know your ratings and likes and subscriptions and comments and all that sort of stuff helps us get uh, noticed in the hockey podcast charts and helps to bring more people into this lovely little, little community of ours. So other than that, we just love and appreciate you putting up with our insanity so much. Yeah, and unfortunately, I feel like it's just going to be more insanity from here. But we know that you all are a down bunch of folks. And so thanks for being here, as always. You know how much Laura and I love it. appreciate you. And until we get the chance to talk to you all early next week, we hope you take care of yourselves, take care of one another, and we will talk to you soon. Bye.